Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer, the radio show host of the Spirit Seeker Hour that is brought to you each and every week. Um, except in the summer, we do take a little bit of a summer pause, but um, that's only a short pause. But we so we will be on the air tonight, and then we'll be off the next. Um, I guess it's like three weeks, and then we'll be back on in August. Um, but here's what is exciting. We um, Spirit Seeker is a monthly magazine and has been um, in print since um, 1997 as a print magazine, and it was a quarterly newsletter for three years before that. So um, we also have an email newsletter, and that is what I would encourage you to um, sign on for because by uh, being a part of our email newsletter, you are sent a notice of when the radio show is coming up, who the guest is, um, when the magazine is online, and we um, uh, let you know about wonderful mind, body, spirit events all over the U.S. and into Canada. So we also do uh, frequent drawings for books and uh, CDs and DVDs and you know sets of cards and tickets for events. Um, so if you are part of our email newsletter, you are eligible for those drawings. So please um, do one of two things. Uh, you can either send an email to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added, or just go to the spiritseeker.com website, and there's a link on there um, that says, add me to your email newsletter, and then that comes directly um, to us. Either way is fine. Um, okay, so I think that's it for announcements, other than to mention that we will be in Chicago at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo coming up uh, in August. And what else? If you're in the St. Louis area, I will be at the Pegasus Psychic Fair this Sunday, uh, reading from 10 until 6, uh, and that's in Collinsville, Illinois. Okay, so that's it. So I am extremely excited about my guest this evening. Uh, Author um, Margaret Ann Limbo uh, is the owner of the Crystal Garden. Uh, It's a conscious living store in the center of the Palm Beaches, located in southeast uh, Florida, which she established in 1988. She has many audio CDs, guided meditations, and more, um, and those are distributed nationally, and she is the author of several books. You can visit her online at Margaret Ann Limbo, and um, Margaret is M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-A-N-N-L-E-M-B-O, so MargaretAnnLimbo.com. So these are just... Some of the, this is our latest book that we're going to hear about tonight, but we may um, also talk about some of the others. But the one that's the recent one is Animal Totems and the Gemstone Kingdom, Spiritual Connections of Crystal Vibrations and Animal, uh, animal Medicine um, card deck. So it's the Animal Allies and uh, Gemstone Guardian cards uh, brought to you by Findhorn Press, and it's an... Um, it, it looks into the world of symbolism. Um, Margaret Ann is known for this, and anything that she brings to you, there's always a great teaching aspect to it. And this particular symbolism is the wisdom teachings of um, animals and crystals, but she also teaches about the wheel of life, the angelic realm, and more. So I'm going to bring Margaret Ann on, and she will tell you a little bit more about all this. So Margaret Ann, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Cindy. It's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was so excited. And um, you just always amaze me. So, okay, so listeners, Margaret Ann runs this store. She teaches classes. She is constantly, like, coming up with new um new wonderful essences. She's tuning into the frequency of uh, all the different deities that, that are helpers. I mean, Margaret, tell us, tell us just a little bit about you. I mean, you do so many things. I'm always, And then she also contributes a, a monthly article to Spirit Seeker. I'm like, where does she find the time? But you're, you're always on it, and I just really admire that about you. So tell us about how this all started, and especially this particular deck of cards and book. I'd like to know about that. Well, thank you. Yes, I do spend a lot of place in my life, but you know, as you know, when you love what you're doing, it's just, it just is, it just becomes. And so with this particular deck and book, I have, I woke up one morning and it was like, I heard the title Animal Totems and Gemstone Kingdom. And, I, and then I, I also heard Animal Allies and Gemstone Guardians Cards. 
So I was like, wow, I can make a matching crystal vibration for every animal that there is. Of course, that makes sense. There's, you know, like I think in the world of crystals and I've been working with and playing with and learning from animal medicine, power animals for many, many years, decades. And I realized, wow, it's great to marry these two together to add another layer of understanding to it. And and then, of course, having the, the teachings of the Wheel of Life, the medicine wheel integrated within it made like 100% sense. So it was like it was a way that I could put together all these pieces of a puzzle to help me and uh, people who are going to read this book and utilize the cards to awaken consciousness, to work on one's, you know, one's own you know, personal development and awakening. So I'm excited about it. I go back and read in the book. (laughs) I wondered, I wondered, I wondered, I thought, I bet she, like when she has an animal up here, she's like, okay, I know I wrote this book, but let me make sure I've got the meaning right. Because like, there's so much information. It's so much information and it came through me so fast. I think I got the idea last June and I went to my publishers, and by the middle of July, I think, I heard yes, yes, and yes, and when can you have the material to us? And I had, I, this popped out of me so fast, I had to have it to my publisher by the end of, I think it was last August, which was like ludicrous to be able to do, and with hurricanes and such. So finally, at the end of October, I had everything to them, and in that process, Fintorn Press sold itself to Inner Traditions Bear and Company, so now this title and all my titles that are still under the Fintorn Press imprint are now with the Inner Traditions Bear and Company family, which I love. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting, too. I didn't know that. Um, you didn't know that? But, yeah. No, well, well, I, I mean, I, you've been, like, with different – I know you've been with more than one company, but I didn't know that um, that last piece of information. So yeah, that's um, kind of new. I mean, that is brand new. Okay, but but you know yeah. these cards, these cards are so beautiful. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I have to give credit to the beauty of them to Richard Crux. He's the graphic designer. They, he does great work. So here's what I want to ask. Okay, I can remember when I found my way to Ted Andrews and, um, you know, all the animal speaks. And he was, that was my first exposure to animals have medicine and that they're totems and that if an animal keeps showing up in your life or even just out of nowhere, like, comes, um, that you really need to pay attention. So have you always been drawn to animals or was this a new directive from spirit? Well, I've always been drawn to the power of animal medicine, and I, too, from Ted Andrews. In fact, I felt like Ted Andrews dropped this idea into my head from the other side, to be honest with you. Um, But also, yeah, very much so, because he was an author mentor for me when I was alive. When he was alive, I'm still alive. No, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then also Jamie Sam's and David Carson's medicine cards and sacred past cards had quite an influence on me when I was uh, rediscovering the world of Native or Indigenous culture spirituality and learning from the earth and the medicine of the earth and, and those teachings. So the combination came through all together, and it was also very much inspired by Ted Andrews. And, and so I would say it's been about three or four decades three decades that I've been integrating the, the teachings of animal medicine because I've been building medicine wheels and telling stories to each rock, 36 rocks in a medicine wheel, based on a, an animal in that position of the wheel. And I've been doing that since the uh, mid-90s, my sacred circle gatherings. I didn't even think about that, I, but you're right. I mean, I've been in many medicine wheels and looked at them. I just, I forgot. I forgot the animal aspect of it. So thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great storytelling tool, and storytelling is a great tool for uh, awakening and uh, helping people have a realization without what I call shooting on them. You know, you kind of just tell a story, and then they can integrate it as they wish to learn a lesson. 
you know, to learn a different uh, perspective on something versus telling them what they should do or how they should feel, you know? Well, I felt yesterday was preparation for the interview tonight. I kid you not. This this was my day yesterday. Okay, so um, I work out of my home for the most part, other than, you know, when I'm at the real estate office and reading different places. And so here I'm in my office, and I, I have a cat that is still a relative kitten. She's a little over a year old, but she's very curious. And I hear this noise, and I'm, and I'm thinking, I know I just filled her cat um, cat food thing, but it sounded like the plastic container being moved around and that's what she like when when it's even low they start smacking it around like hey excuse me feed us and so I heard that noise and I thought no really it's funny and then I have this thing of uh fishes right by the door and the one knocks those fishes when they wants to go outside he's like come on come on I can't talk so I want to go outside um so we we have this communication system but I thought okay this sounds a little bit different so I go into the kitchen and here is the recycled bin which is plastic like the plastic food container but it's like really big and the cat is literally moving it and I thought what is going on so I lift it up and I kid you not in the middle of my kitchen like you know in the kitchen a big lizard like a not a little lizard it was like a big lizard like how did it even get in my house like type thing oh, like, and, you're, oh. And, and, and is that common to have lizards in St. Louis Absolutely not. I mean, you can see them. You can see them. They're, like, small, but they're always, like, underneath something or, you know, like, underneath a porch or a deck. They, they're not really out in the open that much, and if they are, they're so, like, they dart so quickly. I mean, you would never, like, I mean, to have one in the kitchen is, like, very unusual, and to have one that was as large as this one. This wasn't, most of them are little tiny things that you don't see the bigger ones in the city areas. So here's this lizard. So, you know, I was able to get it outside without any, any further trauma. But at one point it got loose and the cat's chasing in a corner. You get the picture. All right, so then yeah. my bookkeeper – okay, so it started off with a lizard. And I'm like, okay, I have to look that up in Margaret Ann's book. And then before I could even do that, my bookkeeper arrived to train me on some new stuff. And she said, "Are you? did you know that you have a bird's nest in your wreath on your door? I said, no, but of course I never come in my front door. I always come in my side door from the garage. And she said, yeah, I, I think you have little baby birds in there. Next thing you know, we're looking, and two baby birds fly out and into the house. So now I have birds in the house, and I had – uh, yes, and I think I had the mother of these baby birds in my house a week ago. And, it, of course, it flew upstairs, and then it, I, I got it into the bathroom. I closed all the bedroom doors, and I got it into the bathroom, was able to capture it, and once again set it free. But I'm like, okay, bird medicine is movement, you know, because feathers, we use feathers, you know, in shamanic – uh, traditions with birds, but I'm like, okay, what the heck, birds and lizard in one day? I mean, like, this is like, I felt like a zoo. Wow. And so did you, were you able to relate it to your life, or do you want me to give you some clues or insights? Whatever you want to do. Like, maybe maybe if you did, I mean, I, I, I did look it up, but maybe if you were to use your book and show the listeners how, like, if things start happening in their life, how your book could help them. Okay, so so you you first had the lizard. So let's let's just go yeah. to lizard first. And so lizard okay. medicine, which matches up with Herkimer diamonds, is um, the first thing is to contemplate a couple of things. And I'm going to jump around on these two pages, which is number 49 in the book, 100, page 116. So the first thing is to ask yourself. This is how I would do it: is ask yourself these questions. Do you adapt easily to situations? And you don't have to answer this to me. This is for, you know, contemplation. Right. Can you find ways Got it. To, yeah, yeah. Can you find ways to avoid being noticed when needed? Are you aware that it is sometimes more powerful to do nothing? Are you willing to let go of something in order to grow? Now, the reason that last one, letting go of something in order to grow, has to do with how the lizard lets go of its tail if they, somebody tries to catch it, but they need to get away. And so they, they'll release their tail and still live on and move forward. So this is something if you're ever feeling attacked or something, and attacked is a very strong word, if you're ever feeling that you need to let go of something, don't worry because it's going to propel you forward and away from something that's no longer for your highest good. 
Then the other aspect of lizard is about, you know, checking in on your dreams. Are you able to recall your dreams? And if not literally recall your dreams, pay attention to the feelings and realizations that you have upon awakening. You know, it's just a matter of thinking, realizing when you wake up that you know the answer to a question. That's like, that's always my favorite thing is to wake up knowing something. I, I, I just so grateful for that. Now, bird medicine in general has more often than not to do with, you know, seeing things from a greater perspective because they fly. They can rise above and look down upon a situation and they see a much bigger picture because they fly. So do you recall the type of bird it was? It was a sparrow. It was a sparrow. And what's interesting, it was a sparrow like a week or so ago. And that was the, I have a feeling it was the mother bird in my house. I mean, and I thought, I wonder if she was just, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I thought, I wonder if she was just curious about where she decided to put her nest. Like, it had to be her because it, because it was in the house. I had no idea it was in the house. And the cats were like, running from one side of the room to the other. I was in the other room. I thought, what are they doing in there? And then I see this bird, and I was like, oh. So then here are her two little babies, and they're still in there. We were able to not touch them. You know, we used a towel because, you know, we didn't want our scent on on them, and then we put them back mm-hmm. in the nest. And I looked today, and they're still there. Wow. Wow. That's really, really awesome. So I guess that also has to do with symbolically, like, your you have two children and that could be also indicative of you know like that you're you they're they're free in the world now uh grown up adults and that you get to enjoy them from time to time and then they're set free again does that make sense it totally does because yeah i mean my last one is ready to fly the coop after one more year and you know he's and he's very independent so isn't that sweet, though, in one day? No, so the lizard, lizard, okay, so I, I had no idea that they could, like, leave their tail, and I forgot about that. Um, so what a, isn't that fascinating, the way they were created? I, it is. To me, it's just amazing. All of these animals, you know, I, did a, I had to do a lot of research when I wrote this book, because even though I knew that animal medicine, for the most part, I realized there was so much more I needed to understand in order to write the book. So I researched a lot about these various animals so I can match them up appropriately with the matching vibration of a gemstone. Very interesting. Right. Well, listeners, yeah, this book is so cool. Let me, I'm just going to, okay, so the other animal I looked up just now, um, I was at the swimming pool on 4th of July. On the Lazy River, this is in the middle of a suburban area, okay? Going down the Lazy River, people everywhere, noise everywhere, and there on a fence post was a hawk. I'm not, I'm not, in the middle of, yes, yes. And so I just looked it up, and it's hawk and labradorite. And labradorite is one of the first crystals as an adult that was given to me, um, like a, a big sheet of it. So this is, this. okay, uh, I'm going to have Margaret Ann say what she wants to share, but I want to just tell you, I'm just going to, okay, so there's Hawk and Labradorite, and then she goes into Hawk's vibrational matching gemstone about the Labradorite and talks about that, then the, the divine influence, and then Hawk's location in the, on the wheel of life, and then a message from Hawk, Hawk affirmation, message from Labradorite, and additional vibrational matching gemstones for Hawk. This is one animal. And this is how much information. So so I'm going to just let you share, Margaret Ann. So for Cindy Meyer, who sees the hawk, and I was with another gal. She didn't see it. And then I said, look, that is a hawk right here in the middle of all this everything, and there's this hawk. And she said, oh, my God, you were right. And then we're looking at it. It looks straight at us. And I said, hawk's a messenger. We need to ask if there's a message from hawk. And then Hawk just right at that moment, as I was saying that, got up and flew away and was just circling. Wow. And, you know, the, the message that I always think about and with, in regard to Hawk, especially because its location in the, in the medicine wheel, the wheel of life is in the east doorway, it has a lot to do with clarity and seeing life from the greater perspective, which is what I mentioned earlier about birds in general. 
with the hawk, it's always been known that it flies, it's one of the birds that flies the very highest, has a direct connection with the divine. And, and I even have um, this hawk, a hawk medicine associated with um, Archangel Michael, which has to do with seeing life from a greater perspective. And oh even Metatron, Metatron right. also is, is related to Enoch, which has to do with writing. And I know that you're in, um, in that vibration of writing at this time in your life, if I'm not mistaken. True? Absolutely. I didn't know this part of this, so thank you, Margaret Ann. But, yeah, I mean, that's what my um, – I have this little pilgrimage planned. I'm working on all the copy for um, the Cindy Meyer website and then starting my book. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, so, the, so higher, higher wisdom, higher knowledge. You're working with inviting Hawk to be an ally to you and say, okay, you know, help me to see from a greater perspective. Let this labradorite show me reflections of all that is going on around me, and let me be conscious of it so I can integrate it into my website, into the writings that's go, that are that are go, coming out of me for my book. And that way you can let this be your totem or a totem in the writing process. There's many multiple totems for many things that we can do, just like we can, you know, you can call on Metatron. Because Metatron, Archangel Metatron was Enoch, or Enoch became Metatron. And Enoch went to the heavenly realm and was able to bring forth writings, and he was known as a heavenly scribe. And he was also had a lot to do with like the time when Noah and the flood and warning about the flood and having all kinds of discussions and setting boundaries with um, some of the darker forces of the angelic realm that were like, no, 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 we don't need to flood the earth. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think God knows what he's doing. He can flood the earth if he needs to. And I'm not going to go and bid him to not flood the earth on your behalf. This needs to happen. So anyway, I digress. But that there's a message in there and that for you as well as far as, you know, clearing and allowing information to come through and deciding where you're going to put your energy. It makes perfect sense. I mean, there's just, it just makes perfect sense. And I'm going to read, um, listeners, uh, the Hawk affirmation. This is what Margaret Ann created for us. I see with higher perspective because of the benefits of hindsight. I see life from a positive perspective. I take the time for reflection. I observe how the world around me is a mirror of the world within me. I have mental clarity. I know and trust my inner truth. I believe in myself and what I see or perceive. That, that's just like beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And, you know, and then to match it with the crystal, um, which I don't think anyone's ever done what you've done here. I think this is totally channeled, unlike anything that's ever been delivered. Am I right? I, I can't remember ever hearing anyone um, doing um, what you did. Um, well, I, you know, when I got the realization, you know, when that came to me, I researched to see if I could find any writings, any books that matched the vibrations of gemstones with animal medicine, and I hadn't. I couldn't find anything. So, yeah, yeah I think it's – I mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist somewhere, but if there's a book out there, I, it's not Google worthy or it doesn't come up. Let's put it that right. way. <laughs> Well, and it makes such sense. I mean, you know so much about, you know, the different aromatherapy. You know so much about the crystals. I mean, you're just like this this knowledge person of all this information. But I'm going to read Labradorite um, because Labradorite's been this really big stone for me. It's, it's really interesting. Um, gaining clarity in some part of your life is necessary. Believe what you see or perceive. Acknowledge your inner visions and the ability to in- integrate the meaning of the reflections going on around you. Cultivate and nurture the loving relationships that are presently in your life and change your mindset to think as we rather than me in order to attract or renew more love in your life. It's beautiful yeah. and it's spot on. It's like spot on. And yeah. I love it. So I, I, you know, I, yeah, go ahead. It came, I just like, you know, I have to say that even I cannot remember sometimes, well, I wrote that. I don't remember that coming through that day. You know, it's just it's just very interesting the writing process and allowing it to flow through to the point that 
I don't remember writing that, but it makes so much sense and it's so clear, right? Right. Oh, no, I got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think now more than ever, you know, people are looking for messages. And, you know, I think um, I think it's perfect timing that your book came out when it did. And um, I think it's funny that they gave you such short notice on getting it done. I can't even picture that in the middle of your hurricanes and everything. It's like, wow. I mean, last year at this time was pretty crazy. It was. We had some really significant challenges at my store between being closed for 10 days, no electricity for 10 days, a bunch of different things that happened that I don't even want to think about, talk about. And it was challenging. And I was determined because the information was coming through me regardless of whether I had time to write it or not. And I promised that I would get it done. So there was, there was, you know, it was part of uh, um, an agreement, so I, I was able to finish it. Yeah, so it's here's Marjorie with no, no electricity. She has a backup generator. No electricity, and you are broadcasting <laughs> from your, your safe space in your house. I, I you were laughing so hard. <laughs> I started laughing listening to you, and it was like, this is Margaret Ann. I'm calling from my safe space in my house. During the storm, but we're okay. <laughs> we were getting constant tornado warnings, and it was it was wild. So I was trying to make light of a pretty scary situation. We were in, in the safe room, and I don't even know how safe my safe room is, to be honest with you. And my friend Margaret, so Margaret's in the closet. My husband was like, "You guys are crazy. I'm staying out here." But. <laughs> So we had to laugh, you know, it was good to laugh. And I think we brought some levity to other people who were scared. You know, it was scary. It was scary. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I came Mm -hmm. to Florida right after everything. I I mean, I I don't even remember when it was now, but it was like late September, early October, or late, I think that's when it was. But seriously, stores and shops and restaurants. When, Mm. When was it? Wasn't it the end of September, early October, right? September-ish, because I, I know yeah. my assistant's birthday is at that time, and we had to have, like, sort of a makeshift kind of a gathering for her that didn't – it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I remember because it was around the time of her birthday. It was mid-September, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, literally, there was sand still on part of the highways. They had to – you know, you could see where they had to literally push the sand off the highways to make them drivable again. And um, and cleanup. I, I I arrived right when the cleanup was happening, and you know it was quite fascinating. And the water was so like oh you couldn't even go in the water. The riptides and everything else. It was just really the undercurrents and all the stuff that landed in the water and was blown in the water and the hurricane. It was just really an interesting time. Um, but but you know as we know the the ocean and the water is like so healing and. You know these animals that got displaced during the storms. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened, and um, but yet Mother Nature stirs it up, and then it comes back. Isn't it absolutely amazing? Yeah, and you know, hurricanes are an opportunity for um, a, you know also a wake up call. It's it's a good what I you know I like to refer to as the shifting of the assemblage point. You know, I. Back in the day, I'm sure you've studied and read about the uh, the teachings from Carlos Castaneda, the teachings of Don Juan. Anyway, right. his 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 work, you know, one of the things that I learned from his work was that we often get very com- complacent. Is that the right word? I don't know if that's complacent. Right. No, we just we get, get lazy. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and we're just in this routine in the road. We get up, we go to sleep, we work, we come home. You know, we just do this very right. road. And then with the with something like a storm like that, we first you know first we we don't have the the luxuries. So when we take away the ability to go up to the refrigerator and get water out of a, an ice cubes just at the push of a button, as as spoiled as we are, it does it is a little bit of a wake up call. It's like okay, this is more mindful. I have to be more present. I have to think of ways to accomplish different goals, different situations. That normally would just like you turn on the light or you turn on your computer and boom, you got it done, you know. But it makes it so that you have to move your energy and move everything more profoundly in order to have an awakening of consciousness. Oh, Spencer just came in. Oh, hello, meow. 
I know. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like how beautiful is that? Because to me, dragonflies are just so exquisite. Aren't they? The photography in this book is pretty beautiful, too, and that's a beautiful photograph of dragonfly in here, too. Mm-hmm. And then you always so, have your angel in the corner, too, which I especially love. <laughs> you mean that I put the divine influence of the angels to go with each animal? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I thought, how beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot to them. The colors, you know. Um, so so it's really nice that if you pull a card for, you know, wisdom of the day, you not, you know, I, I love how you combine this. So you're learning all about the animals and you're learning about the crystals. And it's like, so then you know, like, which crystal to grab um, when you, not grab, but which crystal to pick up when you want to um, focus on a particular aspect. So it's funny, I had, someone gave me, it was actually um, Jen that was our mutual friend that, how we met, she gave me a piece of lip, uh, lipidolite, and it had kind of disappeared. Right, and it disappeared, and I thought, where did that lipidolite go? And, and then someone else gave me a piece, so I gave one to my son Noah, but mine was missing. So the other day when the baby birds were in, it was just yesterday, when the baby birds were in the house, um, I moved the loveseat because my friend was here and we thought it went underneath the loveseat, but it didn't. But when I moved the loveseat back, there was my lipidolite. Interesting. So if it weren't for the – right. So uh-huh. lizard, bird, and lipidolite all in one day. And lipidolite is um, – has all is I, I have that matched up to cat and hummingbird because you know you could go to the back of the book which you probably know and look up just the gemstone and then find out what animal matches it but it's interesting because lapidolite is lithium mica and so lapidolite also has to do with maintaining an even keel with moods and allowing our our emotions to stay in balance and and have you know, a detached yet beautiful perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Well, it is interesting. The The gal that came um, was, uh, I was in a total freak out a week ago in that, you know, she's been my bookkeeper for years. And then, you know, she takes everything and imports it into QuickBook and then that goes to the, you know, the accountant. And she's just done this as, you know, she ever, we, we've worked out things, you know. But I knew she was really busy, and she had said, I need to hand this off to you. Um, I'm like, okay. So she was coming that night to train me on how to enter into QuickBooks. And then the other thing that happened that same day is she, um, that the week before, when she said she just couldn't do one thing with it, she had to teach me every single thing with it, she also said, I can't do your newsletter, email newsletter anymore. And, I, and you know, she'd been doing it for seven years. And I was just like, what? And then a friend who, yeah, I mean, it was like all in one day. And then, a, you know, a friend who had been a, a, a monthly first Tuesday, first Thursday of the month, every, she said, I can't do the radio show anymore after this Thursday. And then what else? Oh, there was just all these things, and it was all in one day. And I, I you know how you just want to, like, go pull the covers up over your head for a little bit and just kind of like say, okay, what just happened here? And yet yeah. I know, like what you were just saying with lipidolite, I know that once I learn how to do all of these things, I'm going to be the master of my own everything. It's like, yeah. I, I, yeah. and I and I may still in time, like you, you have your wonderful, you know, helpers. I, you know, I have helpers for a lot of things, but in time I may hand some of these things off. But for right now, it feels right that I'm doing them. Well, it's good to know them because you might realize, you might rework something, and that that is right. always an interesting phenomena. And then it's also interesting because that that lizard vibration of letting go, that's interesting how that matches up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I I you know as you know you know and no matter how much work we've done, we all have things and like am I abandoned? I'm like, oh my god, I'm being abandoned. I don't have support. I don't, you know, what is happening here? And then all of a sudden, it totally shifted when I, you know, like integrated it and you know just kind of like you know and even you know especially tonight with you sharing, it's just just you know when you go to a new level. You know, it's just sometimes things change. Like after the storm, yeah. things are different, and then, and then you just have a deeper appreciation for. I mean, I'm so grateful for all the help that I've had from these helpers, and 
you know, and yet I understand they're transitioning and it's kind of like, like they've left things behind. They're like, we can't do these things anymore because we're doing these things over here. And um, so I think that that's the constant inquiry and these cards in this book really, really are going to help people. They do. They do and they will. And that, that is fantastic that you are taking it and, and utilizing it like that instead of, what do I want to say, freaking out? <laughs> oh, I did for a holy moment. I did. I did. I didn't. You know, I was just like, what? What? This is like too much in one day. And then it's like, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And all these little platitudes come flying through. You know, I talked to my daughter. My daughter's like, but mom, once you learn it, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, of course I understand that from an intellectual level. But that is not where I am emotionally right now. You know, but then, of no. course, you, know, you move through it. And you have to, like, you know, allow you not have to, but. I think it's better if you allow yourself to feel all the stuff and see what needs to be healed, you know. Okay, I'm feeling abandoned. What needs to be healed, you know, and then take it to the next level. So I mm-hmm. – I, um, so, yeah, so, Margaret, you, you do – you have so much knowledge. What is your – what are you doing next? Are you just going to, like, relax a little bit? Oh, that's interesting you should ask that. I, I am – well, my next book is coming out already in February, so I have already written – so while while I was sleeping, <laughs> you know that movie while you were sleeping. So yeah. so while I was sleeping, so to speak, I also wrote another book at the same time. Sometimes I write multiple books at one time, which is you know unfathomable when I really think about it. And that comes out in February. It's called Crystals Beyond Beginners. Oh, that's out of New York. Crystals Beyond Beginners, <laughs> and that's oh. coming out. In- it's Llewellyn Worldwide, and okay. it's February 2019 in February, and it, it goes further and deeper and more profoundly into the world of gemstones and various ways to work with them numerologically, with the angelic realm, um, just with charm bags. I mean, just their uh, crystal grids. There's just so many options, so many opportunities for people to go even further with gemstones. And then I am also working on, um, I have a lot more aromatherapy sprays. I don't know if you've noticed, but I recently oh, I launched have. Jesus the Christ. Um, and Mary Magdalene came out yesterday. She's the first, um, she, she just came out for the month of July because her, her feast day is in July. Uh, we already uh, launched St. Francis of Assisi and who else? Um, St. Joseph, the Divine Partnership, and Archangel Metatron. So these are aromatherapy sprays for those of you that are wondering what I'm talking about, the Mary Magdalene came out. <laughs> you know what? You, I, I, I meant to tell you, like with your St. Joseph, you could have yeah. a whole thing for people wanting to sell their houses. You know how they bury the statue of St. Joseph turned upside down? Yes. Yes, it's so it's I, it's for selling houses, it's for building houses, it's for mm-hmm. also divine partnership because when you think about Saint Joseph, he was like the ultimate divine partner because he accepted Mother Mary as she was in the situation and also listened to the divine guidance of the angelic realm who came and told him in dreams, so it's good for dreaming. You know, this is what's going on and you have to believe her that she isn't a tramp. She is actually holding the vibration of the Christ consciousness as a child within her, and you need to be a good dad. And he did. He was. He stepped up to the plate and, and had his faith and took care of her. So that and, the, like you said, for people who need it for the household because of his carpentry energy, he was the carpenter, so it's good for selling homes and also for having a sacred sacred heart you know yeah what is the deal though margaret ann do you know i mean what is the deal about burying it upside down like what the heck is that like i i I don't even know i don't want to do that i you know when i i I just i'm just i was born and raised catholic i'm very i didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater i added new things that's all i added Mm -hmm. new things to the bath and so i didn't i don't bury him upside down what i did was with when i was um you know, I, selling my, my, my parents' home, just put them in the window still looking now, calling, ah, oh, this is a good home for you. <laughs> I didn't oh, bury them. Oh, wait. 
very sweet. <laughs> That's he's like, I'm looking out. Here I am. I'm going to attract you in the perfect fire. That's funny. That is so funny. Uh, it's so funny because when I'm uh, have a a house that's you know a little bit of like just not selling for some reason or the other. I put Ganesha on it. I have the and I take a picture if it's one of my spiritual clients. I take a picture of their file with Ganesha sitting on it, and I'm like, okay, Ganesha is doing his work. <laughs> What a great idea. Ganesh, oh, my Ganesh goodness. I'm out as a spray next month. Oh, Ganesh fabulous. Next okay, month so tell us about that. I, I, that's amazing that he's just coming out. Okay, so remover and placer of obstacles, but primarily a remover. So it's similar, you know, to Archangel Michael, but in a whole different way. So that's awesome. Yes, and he's a bestower of, of blessings and prosperity, Ganesh, too. And also the thing that about Ganesh, even though he was an elephant, he was able to transform and, like, turn into something tiny And when he needed to go through more challenging, uh, you know, portals, let's say, when he needed to, to – he was a shapeshifter of sorts to, to get, accomplish his work. That's what that little mouse is always depicted next to him is about. Right, be able to shapeshift like that. And, you know, there's something going on cosmically right now. I, you know, being the publisher of Spirit Seeker, we get so many different books. And three different books, I'm not kidding, in a two-week period came in on shamanism. And I was like, oh, what's going on? I mean, and different different takes, not like, I mean, well, you know, shamanism, depending on where it, what the traditions are. But, like, um, yeah. one was shamanic Africa. Ooh, that, I know. that sounds interesting. I know. And then the other one was the Mes- Mes- ancient Mesoamerican shamans, and then there's another one that just came. Oh, um, The Heart of the Shaman by Alberto um, Viejo. So it's like all, and they all came at the same time. It was just like, what is going on? But I think people are attracted right now to deeper answers and um, and, I mean, look at aromatherapy. Who would have ever dreamed it would be what it is today? And and people understanding crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, you know, my store is going to be celebrating 30 years this August. And, and it, it, it's, I do see how important it is for people to, they have, they already have, and it's already been happening for a long time, especially since the harmonic convergence of 1987. They, the people are really waking up. They're they're looking at things different ways. They're not just assuming, um, you know, to keep on that role. What I said earlier, which is, you got you wake up, you go to sleep, you have a, you know, you go to work, you know, all that stuff. I'm gonna sneeze. So, if you want to oh. silence me, here I come. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Oh, oh it went away. I think I might be sneezing in a moment or two. Okay. <laughs> <But> Gosh. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know, Margaret Ann, you can think about this. I'll I'll talk while you get ready to sneeze or not. But, you know, you've been mm-hmm. doing, you've been having this door right in the heart of Palm Beach for 30 years, okay? Mm-hmm. What, and, and I was actually in your store in 2006 and did not know you at that time, but picked up the orange calcite or cal, calcite, how do I say it? Cal, cal, it's an orange stone. It was tangerine. Uh, it's probably cal- just orange calcite. I don't think we had yeah. any orange calcite. I think it's calcite. Right. Yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. when I did my healing session with you, I mean, and, and that was when I was just, you know, I'd been diagnosed with a breast cancer and was down in Florida on my own little trip. This is my go-to when I just need to get quiet. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I found this book on alternatives to breast cancer. I kid you not. It was in your in your store. And then, um, mm-hmm. and then that orange stone. Yeah. And then the book was lost. I couldn't find it, and I found it a year later, and it was like the perfect time when I found the book. It was like buried underneath something in my trunk that, you know, it was like tucked back behind because I had driven down that time. And um, and then when I had the, the when I did meet you in person, and I had the past life regression, and you like had that table just filled with stones, and you pulled a bunch of stones and put them on me. And at one point, this crystal went flying off of my body and of course it was the orange calcite <laughs> and I'm like I'm like okay oh, there's like, oh. yes yes I remember thinking what the heck and um but my question is this 30 mm-hmm. years you've seen a lot 
Yes, I learned a lot. <laughs> well, you know, we didn't become how, we didn't become who we are, uh, you know, overnight. And one of those that took thirty years to become an overnight success, you know. Mm-hmm. What would you say the difference is? And maybe it's it's not that different. Maybe they're still like they were seekers then and seekers now. But I feel like there are so many more seekers right now. We're like almost creating more critical mass. But what do you feel the difference is, you know, like from, I mean, of course you're different, so you're going to attract um, mm-hmm. a different, you know, vibration because of what you're sending out and co-creating with the universe. Right. But, but nonetheless, what would you say the difference is between then and now? Let's see. I think one aspect of it is that um, when, because we've changed, I think, um, we're not getting as much uh, of a of a strong draw for phenomena. Like they don't have to have phenomena with the spirituality. That there's more of a gearing toward being aware and mindfulness and being conscious. In fact, I even changed my. Um, tagline to my store's name from gift store, bookstore, and spiritual center to conscious living store and center of the Palm Beaches because, you know, we're there to awaken consciousness and to help people with their awareness. And we don't, we, we, know, we don't do readings at my store. We teach people how to develop their intuition. We utilize, we provide tools for them to become empowered to know the answers for themselves, you know, things like that. So I think that there's been quite the evolution. In fact, we um, it was only for like the first couple of years we uh, that we were in business that we had readings there. We the whole time we've been in business, the majority of the time we we didn't have any kind of readings of any kind, other than to learn how to use the tarot for one's consciousness or to how to read your astrological chart to know yourself better, versus for um, prediction purposes. So I think that the shift has become more toward conscious living. It took me a long way to say that, but you, I, I, I got there eventually. No, I understand it. I understand it totally. I mean, because, you know, I started the Spirit Seeker Holistic Exos in um, 22 years ago, and then 2014 was our last one. Although, I don't know. I mean, it, it, well, well, up until now, I've had the message, just leave it as it is and support all the other conferences. And, I mean, you know, we're supporting one in Springfield this weekend, one in Collinsville, Illinois this weekend, one in um, Chicago coming up, like, you know, mid-August. And then, I don't know, there's even more. There's even more conferences that we're supporting. And it's like we could not even think about doing that level of all of that um, if we were still hosting our own. But that was really hard to let it go. But I know – Right, but I knew that – so much work to do that. I mean, you really work hard. Because was that the last was that the one I was in the, the last yep, one? Yep, that, yep, that was it. Uh-huh. It was like we went out with a bang. We went out with a bang with Margaret Ann Limbo. I mean, uh-huh. you know, you, uh-huh. you well, you, you did, and you taught the post conference, and you taught at the conference, and you know, your booth was busy the whole time, and you know, so many people just were so delighted that you came. But, but what I can honestly say is, like, you know, you know, I'm a reader, and I've been, you know, a psychic for I don't know like a long time now and um but but a lot of my psychic reading clients are becoming coaching clients and with the coaching i can teach them how to meditate i can teach them how to use mantras i can teach them how to use crystals i can teach them you know about aromatherapy i can teach them about breath work i get to use all of the gifts that i have and 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 people are hungry for this margaret ann and so i really Mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, so and I know you. Happening in, that, that means it's happening to you. It's happening in your business too. Then it's like it's shifting from you telling them stuff to you teaching them or empowering them to do it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I love and, that. and well, I think that people are wanting to be more empowered, and you know, you get a reading when you know. You, I mean, there are different people go for readings for different reasons, but. Truly, if you can learn to do your own introspection and inquiry, and of course reach out for help when you need it, but but it's so mm-hmm. different when um, when you're when you become empowered. Like if like the whole thing with QuickBooks and Mailchimp, it can't be that hard. It does, doesn't take a rocket scientist. It's just those have not I've not put my attention there before. But of course, when I put mm-hmm. my attention there, I will master it. Just like you know, wherever the attention goes, the energy flows. But like mm-hmm. right now, I just feel like. 
um, more than ever, people need tools, and that's what you offer. You offer, mm-hmm. like, okay, so, so listeners, if you've not been in Margaret Ann's um, shop, I want to give you the website because you can go online and you can shop on her in her online store, and she has specials if you're part of her email newsletter, and, you know, she just, it's just, you can do all your Christmas shopping and all your other hop- shopping just by going to this website. So it's thecrystalgarden.com. And then once again, MargaretAnnLimbo.com, and Limbo is spelled L-E-M-B-O. Um, so, okay, so what else do you want to share? Because we only have just a few more minutes. Whatever you feel is timely just with anything you want to share, Margaret Ann, anything. Hmm. Well, I would like to say, you know, uh, for those of you that live far away, so this will be just a little bit of a, of a, of a pitch to share that if you feel like you don't have a location where you can go to or you don't have the time to go somewhere to learn, I do have an academy that's online called Academy of the Spiritual Arts.com. So that's something to consider. And you can take a class here or there. And then the other thing is, is more importantly, is to remember that the real focus of our uh, and reason for being here is love and that we are all love, and that all that we do and all that we say and all that we can be is really the most important thing is love. So however we, you, me, us, all of us together can focus more often than not on improving loving kindness, and that's a practice. It's a daily practice. It doesn't mean every day that we're going to be good at it, Um, and we don't beat ourselves up on the days that we're not so good at it, but just realign our attention and intention on love and all will be well and life will get better and better every day in every way well that is beautiful and that's timely with our new moon in cancer oh i have so much cancer vibe in my in my chart (laughs) (laughs) well and i'm cancer sun sign and then taurus rising with scorpio moon but, you know, right now we have five planets retrograde, a sixth one getting ready to go retrograde. And it's like really a wonderful time to use your crystals and meditate with your crystals and go inside. And it's not that you're rewinding to go back. You're rewinding to go back. And it's almost like a shamanic healing that we can do right now, retrieve the pieces of the past that fit. We have a, a, a solar eclipse asking us to go back 19 years to 1999. And to take a look, what was going on in your life in 99, what do you want to bring forward in a whole new way um, in 2018, right here, right now? And when we have that many planets retrograde, well, I mean, really, and, and things slow down. Like, like, you know, everybody knows the Mercury retrograde, but we have six planets, and then Mercury is going to go retrograde seven. And it's like a beautiful time really a beautiful time to like, you know, pick up these, this deck of cards and each day, you know, you know, add to your crystal collection and you can order all these crystals off Margaret's website. And so there's no reason for you to say, I don't know where to find blah, blah. Yes, you do. The crystal garden.com. So, um, but, but that's perfect. And maybe that's why you're, you know, with that love frequency, maybe that's why the um, essences that you're releasing right now, it's all around love. Mhm. That's true. And it does. Every single one of them has a vibration and intention to amplify love. And that's what heals us. That's what helps the planet evolve. I believe. I hope so. <laughs> that's my it does. And, <laughs> yes. And each of us does our part. So, okay. So listeners, today is the 12th of July. I will be off the air for a little bit. But I will be back on the air on the night of August 16th. So in the meantime, there are over, I think, 500 shows archived. You go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, which is C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R, and you can listen to each, you know, any of them that that your heart uh, is called to. Of course, the minute this show is done, it will become a podcast, and you can go and listen to it again and again. I mean, even though I interview guests, there are times I'm like, "What what was that profound thing that they said? And I go back and listen to my own interview just for that wisdom. Um, You can share these, the link with other people, et cetera. And remember, 
um, go to the spiritseeker.com site, sign up for the email newsletter, and we'll let you know about all these things um, that are happening. So, Margaret Ann Limbo, I just want to thank you from my heart to your heart. I am so glad our paths have crossed this lifetime, and I just look forward to sharing more and more time with you. So thank you for being my guest, and thank you for being you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I feel the same way. God bless. Okay, God bless. Enjoy, everyone. Enjoy your summer, and I'll be back on the air on the 16th. Okay, namaste. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you.